Hi, this is Ben Lindbergh. And Jessica Clemens. And we are the hosts of Button Mash, the Ringer's video game podcast on the Ringerverse feed. We are in the midst of the biggest blockbuster gaming month either of us can recall. We're talking about Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros., Alan Wake, Five Nights at Freddy's, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Woo! We will have our hands full. You can have your ears full with us talking about these wonderful video games on the Ringerverse feed weekly throughout this month on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. What would you like to talk about today, Jesse, on our show? What is going to... Do you remember waking up on the sofa last night and I'm like, that's our song. That's our song. Oh, yeah. And what was, was that on? It was, was, it, uh, it was a YouTube. It was some YouTube video with like a million views and it had Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think, on it. Or no, 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 Goldberg. It had Goldberg. He was the other. Bill Goldberg. The wrestler Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. His real name's Bill? Pretty sure. Eddie, why are you in here, please? I'm pretty sure it is, though, yes. <laughs> Eddie, just say yes, and that's fine. Um, it is actually Bill Goldberg. No yeah. way! How Bro, do you I, know that, That was Eddie? in my heyday of watching wrestling. Eddie's filling in for Carlos today. Thank you, Eddie. Maybe um, taking over for Carlos. That, I don't know what's happening. That about. was a good answer. I uh, Yeah, they were using our theme song for the opener. Uh, that's not what we're going to talk about on the show today. Well, probably not. Well, you could argue it already is been happening and it's done so do you need me here for any of this i guess not <laughs> watched a lot of football yesterday we did yeah y'all came over it was great got to hold that baby boy um arguments were settled <laughs> family feuds were put aside well to be fair we were all getting along fine it was two people there's a lot of things you don't notice that are happening in front of your eyes and that's okay are you are you saying i did something don't you dare not to pull me, me this not to me is hannah mad at me nope is my yeah, wife mad at me? Making, <laughs> making this whole thing up as I go. Uh, we, Ask me somebody else. I'll say yes or no. Uh, Charlie? Um, oh, absolutely. Charlie's mad at me. Uh, we've got a number of things to talk about. Your but kid cracks me up, by the way. Like, it, all right, go to bed. 45 <laughs> minutes later, she's still, like, asking. I love Dude, that. Dude, you don't even know. No, I'm yeah, sure she's going to do the same thing. Yeah, it's one of those In the where, shower thing. I was like, I don't <laughs> think she turned the water on. Like, it ran it. I've never, first of all, your child, not known for running. Well, she runs around the house. She ran it. She <laughs> ran right back out. Like all done. That it's I, I don't know if it's thing. a nine year old thing or what, but she just I I did say I think it's because I've tortured her so many times where she's alone in her room and then I just hide and then jump scare and then she freaks out. So now she can't be in there for more than like ten seconds at a time. So I blame good, myself. Good parent. Uh, Boston Celtics. Is that where we we want to open the show? I'm starting with the Celtics. Yeah. Okay. We got a number of other topics. Uh, some mm. off the wall. Some uh, some not so much. Jesse has some things. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I worked on things. Okay. Um, Big picture. I always work on things. I don't have to write them down a sheet like you, and then be then tell my co-host about them. I would love to hear what you work on, but no, fine. No, right no, here. I, I'll tell you right now. The Boston, Boston Celtics, Celtics are going to take over the hobby this year. You, this you is were just my- saying that you were such a Bucks fan. Oh, I love the Bucks. I love the Dame thing. <laughs> but um, I personally, I like seeing Dame because Dame's a redemption story. Old guy, super loyal to a crap city forever. Okay. Now he gets a chance to shine. Um, the Celtics, I watched yesterday. I'm very, very surprised by this. Never in my life, although I did buy some cards a few months ago when the trade happened. Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Big fan. Playing like a young man. I know it is a preseason. It was like 21 minutes. I don't care. This guy looked so impressive yesterday. Okay. I was like, you know what? Big three isn't back in Boston. Tatum, Porzingis, I guess Jalen's the third who I hate. Drew Holiday, big four. 
be true to yourself. What do you honestly think is going to happen? And it has season? invigorated me, no, which is what not. needs to happen. It has invigorated mm-hmm. me. The Celtics are one of the few Boston teams I actually watch again. Although I did make a pack this year in my own head. I'm going to start watching the Patriots, um, which what? I did for the first three weeks. Oh, and I was okay with it. Do that? The last two weeks, 34 nothing yesterday. Not great. Um, this is why card collecting is great. Why, this are, you, is, why this are you allowed is, to just over just just jump right over the fact that the Patriots are doing so terrible? I don't even watch them anymore. This is the overall point here, though. This is the nostalgia of cardboard right here. I literally watched my team growing up, okay. who I've grown away from a little bit. No, not even really a little. I, I like the Celtics. I like Datum. I hate Jalen Brown. I, the team is fine. It's not the team I grew up with, so I don't have that special feeling. It's not my Pierce, Ray Allen, Rondo. Old school Walter McCarty. You've heard the man, Walter McCarthy. Yeah. Um, KG. It's not those teams. But I do like the Celtics. However, seeing them yesterday, I was like, oh, fresh start, rising top five talent in the league in Tatum, who I've kind of watched develop and come along. We've added some other pieces that have high-end potential, but have never lived up to it. Porzingis never lived up to what he's supposed to be. And I did. I watched about 15 minutes of this game yesterday, and I was like, I'm back on board. It has really? won me back over. Like, I'm going to invest time in this team. And literally, and I think this happens for a lot of people, my very next thought was, I'm going to start cards. I'm going to start buying some cards. Have you made any bids yet? Nothing. Okay. I want to talk about it on here first. Okay. I am I curious. have a couple Porzingis cards I bought in the offseason uh, when he got traded to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Even him, though, I was like, I don't have any, never have once given any thought. Like, I like this guy. I like his game. Nothing. I think he's an awkward looking dude. I hate him because he's tall, obviously. Um, and yeah, I watch it. And then Peyton Pritchard signs this huge deal and goes off for like 30 points yesterday. And I was like, maybe this young, out of nowhere dude, he's like the Julian Edelman of the team. And I started thinking to myself, am I going to start buying Peyton Pritchard cards? And I might. I think I'm going to buy some Pritchard and some Porzingis. Now, are you doing this purely out of, like you said, your Fandom. love? Your love for the team. Fandom. This is not a flip. This it's is a, a short, it's both. Right in the short term, it's just, I'm excited to watch these dudes play. Okay. And having their cards will give me added incentive to watch and root for them. And then, yeah, in four, five, six months in the playoffs, if they get crazy hot and something happens, sure, I'll flip them. Okay. But I did. I was like, I have not felt like this about a team, like a brand new feeling of like rooting for a team. Actually And then going on. Excited. Yeah, since the 2020 Bucks. When Brady left, I was like, I'm all in on the Bucks. Man, well, I I actually am happy to hear that because there has been, I think a lot of people probably noticed at times you were lackluster in your love for the sport that we talk about, even though you are the sports guy who. What sport? I mean, all I ever since Brady left, it I has know. been a because that was like the last vestige That's of. A, I've always said I don't, know how, for, I don't know how Simmons does it. Yeah. Simmons <laughs> seems to be as invested as he's in these teams as he was watching Bird. The fact that he's like I don't know how he does it. I'll tell you how he does it. I think he like well, actually, I don't know how he does it, but I would guess you have to find a way to be invested, right? And granted, he realizes he's probably making his living off of this, but I think too, like yeah, people who are like passion. There, there is a passion that it is maybe the fact that he's still such a homer. He goes to games all the time. You were basically a Tennessean at this point. That could be it. You yeah. don't even like Boston anymore. Um, what would you say at this point? Are you caring anything about still buying vintage or just old guys, Bird, anything like that? I'm still like that? doing everything I was always doing. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm actively working on a Larry Bird trade. This was interesting, too. You know, we're just going to talk cards and nerd out today a little bit. This is, On a sports card podcast? Say it ain't so, Mike. Eddie cut his mic. <laughs> Can Eddie do that? Could no. Eddie cut your mic? No, he, he cut you from the recording. Us, well, I mean, technically, yeah, he could do that. Eddie will talk after. Okay. Um, yeah, same thing yesterday. Again, this stems off the Celtics, though. So then last night, I get in a conversation with a guy, Travis, who I haven't talked to in 
at least many, many months, maybe a year or two, I don't know, mm -hmm. used to deal with quite a bit on Facebook. He posted up one of the nicest looking Larry Bird cards I've ever seen. And I was like, I got to buy this thing. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Let me pull it up. Is this the card? Someone else posted up a card recently on Facebook that was saying how uh, criminally undervalued he thought it was. No. It was a bird card. I think he just did it last night, tagged us both in it, I think. Oh, It was oh. like one of those like 75. The 75th anniversary yeah. auto. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's undervalued. It was like 400 bucks. I think it was like 500, but I was wondering <laughs> the same easy. thing. I didn't know if that would, because it wasn't like a historical We should call card. Travis on the show. I don't even, I've never spoken to him. <laughs> yeah, great. that sounds great. So this is from that product, Panini, Panini One. It comes with a one in case card per. Um, it's a it's an auto or a patch auto. You know, it, actually, it's the yes. boxes I used to use for black boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you've seen it. I have. So this is from that product. It's a laundry tag, game used. Oh, okay. Yep. Laundry tag auto 101. And that's the card that you're going, you want to get? I, yeah, I got to remember what he put for value. Okay. okay. I said, how much? I got to ask what kind of value. He said, smaller patch out of Noir to 2020, 2250, 2250. A flawless small tag did 2175. I'm asking 2650 or best offer. Oh, why the big patch premium? on this thing? Oh, okay. it's a big, however, I don't think it should have a premium over. This is a live negotiation. I hope Travis is listening. I don't think this should have a big premium over flawless because that brand is stupid nice. I'm, I'm going to try to offer, and here's the thing too. He said he was trading, which was, as soon as he said that, that's another thing right now. My mindset, you remember this back in the day, mm -hmm. even like recently, six, I hated trade. I was like, I don't want to trade you. Just yes. give me a freaking price. Yeah. Said, well, my card's worth this and this is worth that. I, I hated doing it. As things have like come down so much now, I'm like, you know, if I just trade for something instead of buying it, yeah. if the card goes down in value, like say I trade for this at $2,500 value and I just trade for it. If this card, hey, the economy still stinks, the card market still comes down. Yeah. Uh, March first, this card is worth two thousand, not twenty five hundred. It's funny. I've never thought like this before in my head. I would then rationalize it though. But yeah, the stuff I just traded away though that was worth twenty five hundred. Probably now worth. It's probably also now worth two thousand or less. Yeah. So I am. It's, it is funny though. I've never been one of these like let me trade into stuff because I just I, it's too complicated. It gets too messy. Well, I think too. If I you think it's are, great now. If you're doing trading something like a, a vintage card, I would think that that should hold more value in the trade than something that's worth the same today as a modern oh, player or something. Here, let me counter that. that won't, first of all, it won't happen. You couldn't do it. Like I couldn't trade a $2,500 Willie Mays vintage card for that Larry Bird. Or okay. for the Larry Bird's a bad example because that is almost, it's not vintage, but it's a vintage player. It's a sure. I couldn't trade a $2,500 Mays for a $2,500 Burrow. And get a premium on the maze. Because your rationale would be, oh, but it's vintage, it's safer. Yes. If I'm the borough holder, my rationale is, yeah, but what's Willie going to do to increase his price? I mean, die. But like borough could go out and play unbelievable five weeks in a row. I would say that rationale is accurate in a market that is not seeing so much downturn that we are right That's now. That's fair. But vintage is also down. Not as, as it, steep yeah, as yeah, others, yeah. but it is. See, I just don't. I'd like to say that's real. It's just not. It's interesting. I gotta find Here's what I like about this conversation, though, is that we don't usually see a behind-the-scenes negotiation or the thought process that goes into I'll tell you it. right now, if I had the guy's phone number, I'd call him right now and do this right now. Bang don't, out this deal live. Don't do it live. Why? Uh, because we don't know what the guy's like. We, it, it would be weird. What if he's just like one of he these— He gets on here just starts screaming yeah, racist exactly. and like horrendous <laughs> things. He's like, oh, okay. Value and just went down. Mike's idea to <laughs> call that <laughs> That's guy. That's Mike's friend. Uh, like, well, friend. No, I don't know him. Um, Spurs have not played yet, right? They're about to play, actually. Oh, today. They play the Thunder today. I'm very curious to see what Is goes Wemby on. Is even playing? Uh, I thought he was. I thought I saw something about him going to play. 
game preview. I'll look it up. But I did. Uh, I was looking up some auctions that are going on right now. Wimby's summer league summer league debut jersey is already up to like five figures. They're auctioning it. It's got like seventeen days left. It's up to like seventeen. I grand. don't know what to make of this of, of Wimby. Okay, here. By the way, here's the card. I do want to show it to you because it is it is one of the nicer cards I've ever seen. Uh, does this screen turn? It's plugged into fifty thousand things. Pick up your laptop. Just broke my phone. <laughs> Look at that. You see that bird card? I was it's a laundry the, tag, dude. Here's the thing. It, it looks really good. I want this card. How? What year is that card? I mean, Panini One's only been out for a few years, so. I was going to say. Um, okay. I don't love the picture. I'm going to tell you this, too. I'm a nerd about PC stuff. It's a little known fact. Some people might know this. I don't know. Sure. With Ken Griffey Jr., I don't care for his stuff in Red's uniforms. I'm very particular to his Mariners uniform cards for my PC. Absolutely. But doesn't <sighs> With, that affect the value, too? I yes, would think. a little bit. Yeah. With Thomas Edward. I would take anything. I, both teams I'm fine with. I hate his college. I will not collect. Co- I hate his college stuff. If and he I all- hadn't won a Super Bowl with the Bucks, would you still think that, do you think? Or is it only because he's won? Oh, he could have not won. Let's take out 2020. He comes. He goes there 2021 mm-hmm. when he lost to the Rams, but he played great, almost made a comeback. Uh, yeah. Okay. If he did the Brett Favre where he moved to a new team and just vomited all over himself. Yeah, you don't want that fight. start texting jersey. pictures of himself. Probably not, you know. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Good Aww. old Brett. Um, Brett Favre. So I, I would have been okay even without a Super Bowl as long as he went there and it was like a noticeable improvement. He went there and was unbelievable. You know, so yes. The only thing, I hate college. And I will say with Tom though, I will pay a premium for his throwback red jersey. I've always loved the throwback red jersey with the white hat, the Patriot helmet. They don't oh. wear them often. I always thought those I know were what awesome. you're talking about. Yeah. I do think that everybody has their own individual uh, feelings on their card. Like, it, it could be the card that everyone loves, but it's the one that you hate because it's not the, he's not doing like a, a signature pose or wearing the jersey or whatever. So this ties in to my, my Larry. Those two, I think, are actually both pretty normal. My Larry Bird one's a little bit weird. I like the big three with Bird for my PC cards. Okay. I want the Raging Mullet. <laughs> I want the Savage Stash. Oh, you got to And stash. I want to see those hamstrings. I want the short shorts. Why is it okay for him to have a Vin- stash and not me? Because it was the stupid. 80s, and I know he wasn't a pervert. You're living in the 2020s, and I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do. Bird, I do. I think it's the coolest one. He's like this young, because he literally just looks like a plumber out there. Yeah. He's rocking shorts that are probably popular. Again. I don't know. Short shorts are probably back in style now. Absolutely. I'm just like this dude, and this guy is out there just cooking people. It is one of those things where you see a picture of him today, especially I bet you show a Gen Zer who doesn't even know who he is. They would never guess that that's like a professional NBA player. Like, and not only that, one of the greatest of all time. It doesn't make sense, but I think that's also one of the like the things that makes that card fun, even if you're not a huge Bird fan to begin with. It's just like, how is this guy the the one of the contenders for all time greatest? Um, okay, well. Boston Celtics aside. I want this Larry Bird. I, this is the, back to my point, though. Stupid Kristaps Porzingis. He is to blame for my passion being reignited. <laughs> that and the fact that the Patriots cannot play football. Here's, if you have a Mac Jones card, I hate to do this. I don't normally push the panic button. Sell it. And honestly, I would almost always just tell you no matter what. Like, oh, just keep it. Yeah, It can't on. get any worse. It could get worse. He does not know how to throw the ball to his own team. I they lost gonna, 34 to nothing to the freaking Saints. Did you see that uh, tweet that John sent over, Happy John sent over, saying something about how Bill is calling that Belichick may be the first 
uh, NFL I coach mean, to lose their job this year. I, I saw this. Bill knows better. You're not firing Bill Belichick. He could lose every game the rest of the season, 34 nothing. For what he's done, they're going to let him leave on his own terms. I do wonder if he leaves and goes somewhere else to rebuild again. But he's also like one of the oldest coaches in the league. I was going to say, how do you go somewhere else after that? You just don't pull a Brady. Like just if you're well, done. Well, because Brady was the exception. The rule in general is these guys have unbelievable careers. Then they leave and it's garbage. Yeah. Brady left and was great. Peyton, even Peyton left and was very good the one or two years he went when he went to Denver. Um, I just mean more of like a retire situation because I think if you if Bill leaves there, that's a retirement. You can't oh, go why anywhere would you else want, at yeah. that point. I just this is why I like cardboard, man. I'm I'm back excited about it. The market sucks. Breaking crazy slow right now. In a lot of the Facebook rooms I'm in, yeah. the app has been slow. Other apps have been a little bit slower. I do think this comes back to the crux of it. The people. I guess I would put it this way. The Ooh. people like myself. No, no, no. Go ahead. You just segued really well. So just don't go too off. off what I'm not going to. I know where you're going to go with this. Um, I guess this brings me back to my overall point, though, of the people who, in my opinion, have helped to bring this hobby along to where it is today. In 2023 are the guys like myself who still have this emotional attachment to cards. And that's why when other markets are garbage, a particular sport is way, way down. We get mm-hmm. a draft class that's garbage. So the product suffers. Breaking gets slow. Flipping is slow. Grading is backed up. Whatever it is, it comes back to this, just this essential love of like, I love sports. And the way I can express that is I can go buy a card. And now I'm even more invested. It is funny because I, I went through the Facebook group today. I was telling you, like just checking, you know, who we've got in in the room. And I started seeing all these guys that we used to hear a lot from on, you know, either private message or just in chat, mailbag, all that stuff. And I noticed a lot of these guys haven't been in the group for a couple months, three months, some guys like five months. Really? And I'm just like, this is really interesting to see. But then you have others who are, have been there. They've been in the group from day one. They continue to to talk and they, they've been active up until the last hour or something. And it's like, oh, there is a real distinction, just like in everything of someone who has a lot of love for a particular hobby and won it, where it really is just more of a side hobby. And, and to be fair, I think that's what we've seen in this downturn in the market of, hey, money is the money isn't as much there. My love of it is still, I still enjoy it, but that's it correct. may not be where it was, you know, six months to a year ago. And before that, you know, even more people were there. So there was no, uh, no reason not to be in the hobby at that point. But yeah. I, I do think that's what we're seeing at this point is the people distinguishing the people who love it and the people who like it. And again, I think the people who love it now are just like, we're still here. Yeah. Which does go into the other thing I wanted to talk about, which was more of the idea of where are we at in the hobby? Are we at the point of the mentality adapt or die or stay the course? And this is something that I've seen I, I keep seeing all the the other content creators, right? Like all the people on social media who do not just like, they're not just sellers of cardboard, but they're also just people trying to get views and likes and all this stuff. And there has been a real push, not only to talk about sports cards, but they start talking about like, you know, food or movies or all this other stuff. They are branching out and it, it's Ca- card guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I've seen a few of them. And I've been like, unplugged by the way. I told you last week I got rid of, cause I was sick of like, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. No, no, no. Good. I am curious. Where, where were you? Did you get rid of something? I don't know. I unfollowed a ton of people. I just got, oh, and oh, I just thought, yeah. because of this, I get so sick of people. Well, those are not the ones talking about. No, food, no. So, guys yeah. who make content about <laughs> cards 
And then the content becomes, they're talking about other guys who make content. I'm like, I don't, we're not cool enough to have inner freaking <laughs> arguments and like have content about the content that we're making about sports card content. It, no one cares. To be fair, the audience that they get from that is the people that care. It's just a handful of people. So it makes sense that they don't have more views. But but back to the point Sorry, of like the actual content creators in the hobby making content that is outside the scope of just cards does make me think, are we in a, a period where these guys are learning to adapt to drawing an audience that's not just based on cards? Because let's face it, at the end of the day, if you don't care about cards, like even for our podcast, we do have some listeners that listen because they like either us or sports or they just think it's fun in Nothing general, about cards. but they, and they may have very little to no interest about cards, I agree. but I think for the majority, it is very hard to draw an audience. If we like in this case, most people suck. If you have cards in the name, if you are like a card centered content creator, that is not the way to draw in the bigger audiences. And so it's like, okay, the hobby's not as hot as it was. We're seeing a market downturn. What do you do? Do you just stay the course, weather it out, or do you have to adapt to draw in more audiences? I think that there's an argument to be made on both sides of things, but at my point, uh, at our point in the, the show, I've really gotten more to the thinking of this isn't sports cards nonsense. This is sports cards nonsense. By it's the like, way, that was always the intent. Which When I came me, up with the name, that was it. The three the, facets, right? All right. When we were discussing the name, we threw out so many ideas. That one did land, but sure. you I don't recall you ever doing that as a like almost like a sports period cards. Always. That was the uh, thought. You didn't mm. you didn't think that when we started at first? I didn't think so. I thought it was more of this is sports cards nonsense. Like sports mm. cards are nonsense. Sports card nonsense is oh. the name of the show. It's funny. I thought we just interesting. Three years later we're talking about I this. I know. No, that was always very much like because I always thought to, actually to the point you're making. I knew, and I you did. I'm saying I, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was like, hey, you, you, okay, a card show. Yes. I don't care if it's Bill Simmons backing you. Yes. There's only so much. Yeah. Like, like anybody can back you. It's cards. Yep. Gary V talks about cards. He gets a fraction of what he gets if he's talking about, you know, how he had a hard upbringing, all made up bull crap. Anyways, like, or I digress. <laughs> that was always the intent, though. If you yeah. if you have this as three sections, you sandwich the little one, cards, yes. small. Nonsense can encapsulate anything. Yep. Sports, I'm fine if it's just a, if we land there. That was always a thought, though, because then we can build it up. The thing is, we kind of got boxed in here on the ringer, so it's a sports card show. We stick to our niche. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, I, if we ever have the opportunity to your point, I think that would be— And I do think that that is where we have landed more in the sense of that's the content that we create is a much more focus on sports, cards, nonsense. I just think that it is— in my opinion, I think we have to do that to to make sure we weather the storm of if the card market continues to decline or if there's just like a, a period where it goes where there's just not as much interest in it. But at the same time, I do think that others could do the opposite. I think they could just stay the course, continue to provide what, you know, we still know that there's a lot of old guys who have been in this hobby for decades. Change to them is bad. So if Do they watch content though at all, that's I, mean, I guess that's the only thing. I think there's a huge disconnect there. I still think there are so many people in the card space mm -hmm. that don't care at all about any like even like the amount of people who didn't even hear about. I think the card porn might be one of the most one of the biggest card only stories we've had in a while. Mm -hmm. And I say card only. 
Corbin Carroll going crazy in the playoffs. It's a great card market story, but he is having a on the scene in the MLB. Sure. Card point is literally just a story in this little world we live in, and it was probably as big as anything. Yeah. I think there's a huge, like, I think the guys you're talking about now, that last part, don't, well, don't even take that in, right? I do think that there's a good point to that as far as what they watch in content, but I don't, I also think that that point transcends just content creators, but also think about like the shop owner. I was just, I saw on Facebook, someone mentioned that their local card shop was about to close. A lot of guys commiserated. Most guys were just like, Hey, buy up everything they got and sell it to me type of mentality. Fair. Um, I'll get that number after see, the show. <laughs> then you see the, the news that just came out yesterday that Jeff Wilson is about to open a $3 million card shop down in Atlanta. And it's like, this is something that no one else is doing as far as like they've got breaking booths and they've got, you know, all these different things to change up the average person's concept of what the card shop is. And there you see it's an adapt or die mentality yeah, versus make a that stay shop, the course. Make that shop a destination you can bring your kids and have fun, even if they don't just love, love, love cards. Exactly. So but, yeah, but it's, it needs to be more about the experience on things. But back to the point of like the, some of those older guys, they probably wouldn't ever want to step foot in that place. They right. like their card shop, you know, uh, just a certain level of only. dust. Certain yeah, level of exactly. dust. Have you ever? Been, you know what we need to do when you need to film privately because he would he would scream at you. Who the shop in Nashville? Oh, you know what? He might be. He might have died, actually. Oh, geez. There used who? to be that shop in Brentwood. Is um, he the guy who had like those boxes and stuff that he didn't even know? Like, oh, I, uh, I almost felt bad. Yeah, don't. I spent so much money. Though, I was like, hey, it's on I you. don't want people taking. I think it's cards are fun. Was the name of the shop in downtown and uh, not downtown Nashville in Brentwood near Hannah's office. Oh, okay. But like, that's a guy who's never doesn't know what Instagram is. I guarantee. Yeah. Um, be great. He texts. He's like, I'm a longtime listener. <laughs> I'm still alive. Um, he, but, but he was going off on me one day about like, you know, this whole new thing about breakers. Yeah. This was during the pandemic. So I was like, not really a new Have you thing. you heard about this? He was, he's like mad about like, you know, um, I think it'd be great to see, have you go in there and see what I still would consider at least half of the audience in the card world is this guy. He, I, I mean, they're not all shop it. owners, but I mean like his I customers. I know what you're talking about like, though. I, I think that is such a huge, and I would just like to see you go in there and, and, and if you did that, you would see why it was so difficult for people to come into the space. Because you walk in there, you're like, all right, disgusting shop. Yeah. Totally disorganized. No concept of comps or pricing or anything else. Mm -hmm. And rude. Like, it's not even to pick on him, but like that, I'm sure, talking over that, months. But that's also like the idea of the card shop in general for the last like three, that's, four decades and that's before what I mean. this. Here's and, the problem. I can't take you anywhere because like one person would know you. No. I can get around discreetly. A man your size walks in, it's over. It is funny that that typically happens. You get found out after someone spotted the giant in the crowd. It is, but so let's do this. Separate the, the people that are enjoying the hobby into two groups, the old heads and the new guys, right? Okay. I'm sure there's plenty of in-between. Right, right, But in general, But let's yes. separate them into the two. Do you think there's more benefit in staying the course of those old shops or adapting to the new ones? If I'm an old guy, I'm not changing. Yep. It's but, worked for so long. There's still such a huge audience. Your but audience you yourself will, just said that's probably about half though, right? I think it's a huge, yeah. If I think you it's took still the a huge other audience. half, which is like the new guys. Those are the adapter How many die. of those, those guys are all adapt or die, right? Mm-hmm. But I think those adapted or die are the majority of those would not want to go to the old shop versus some of those old heads would be interested in going to the new shop. I think there's more. Oh, I disagree. You See, don't think I think so? you're totally wrong. I'm, I'm more in the new guy class, I think, a little bit. 
I would still go to all the old guys' shops because I just like the cars. I don't care. Yeah. But a new guy is not stepping foot. They step foot in Jeff Wilson's place and there's people filming everywhere and hello mm-hmm. when you walk in the door. Sure, yeah. I think they're just like, no, I, I don't want anything to do with this. That'd be amazing if you open the door instead of a ring chime, which is hello. That's, That's one of those where you do just like Jim and Pam, just like Jim at the uh, the garden party with Andy when Dwight's making the announcements. <laughs> Jim, 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 how? Hey, Dwight, who's the best salesman? He walks in, Jim Halpert. That's the same thing. That's a deep cut episode, too. In the, the, well, from the a whole horrendous line. season. Too. I know. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. The the idea of where we're at in the hobby, the idea of what guys enjoy and, you know, what the new guys enjoy, it does make this subject something I think is worth talking about because if that whole, I did watch the Jeff's video on what the shop's going to look like. And it, I think personally, I think it looks awesome. And I think Agreed. the idea of taking some ideas from Japanese shops, how they have cards set up, I think it all is very cool. But it did make me question, are there going to be guys who have been doing this for a long time still going to a shop like that? But think about it too. If you are like someone in the hobby, you're wanting it to keep going. Do you think the hobby's going backwards or going to continue to progress and change? I mean, I think it's going to continue to pro- yeah. progress and change. And granted, there, there's always going to be some things that stay the same, but it's got to continue to progress. And so what's going to happen over time is those guys who got stuck in the, if we're still 50-50 as far as the audience goes, the old guys and the new guys, well, as time goes, those old guys It'll are going shift. to fall off. Right. Correct. And those new guys are going to keep getting built up and more and more. Yeah, so, the 50-50 in five years is probably 65-35. Yeah. And it just continues to go, yeah. So what oh. do you think? Do you think content creators, let's go back to content creators before we, we finish it then. If you go back to those guys, the guys who are just out there making any content about cards, do you think they need to, to change it up? Is it fun for you? Because I know it for me, my opinion, I know, I know what that is. For you, I as someone them. who loves yep. cards, yep. if you subscribe to someone who does hobby content, are you disliking or just sweeping past anything not card related. So for me personally, I am in a different, different thought process of this. I don't care about card content, even if it's strictly about cards. I have never had any joy about like, well, look at this card, like people showing off amazing pieces. Yeah. If it's not, if I'm not looking at it in person and it doesn't affect me in any way, mm-hmm. I don't care. I have never taken in content to see cards. It's weird. I it's not at all. I go to shows to see cards. I'll, I, I buy and trade cards every day. I get so bored out of my mind watching any of that stuff, though, because I do it. I don't want to watch somebody else do it. Okay, so even maybe like you're the not flips, the you know, guy like, that asks I'm that not the demographic. Absolutely, even like the guys who are like, "Hey, I went out and bought this lot," and when they do it in a real way, organic, like they actually go out and buy five thousand dollars worth of cards. Sure, I graded these ones, I flipped these ones, I did the, and they do the whole breakdown. I think that's kind of interesting, as opposed to the you know the twenty two year old with a stupid chain who I know his mom paid for, and he's throwing hundreds at a card show just to pick them off when the camera's off. That I detest. Sure, but the actual guys grinding like that, I think it's interesting. But again, my whole thing is, why would I want to watch somebody do it? I'll go do it myself. It's not a knock on them. I just don't want to, and I also don't think there's anything. And this is a knock. Like mm-hmm. say what you want. There's not a lot of entertaining people making. I just think entertainment gets left off entirely in the space. Which that obviously needs to be first and foremost. I agree with well, you one hundred percent. I'll tell you a good example of that. Like say what you want about them. I know you don't like them. I, I watched SCR uh, Sports Card Radio's live on Thursday night. I still find them to be funny and entertaining. I do. I, was, I, I hate some I of those I'm things. Not I love some. Bored watching it. I, and they don't talk about their cards a ton. They're not like yeah. crazy heavy people. I think it's enjoyable to watch. I think it's at least funny. Well, and they've become less, uh, at, at least from what I've seen recently, they've become less of a 
uh, purposely aggressive show, which but I even do, then, I can least, appreciate that. You know, even then, at least it was like, hey, at least this is, and there's other guys who I'm like, yeah, they'll talk way more in depth about cards and collections. I was like, you guys, or even like other, some of the other conspiracy guys, mm-hmm. or not even conspiracy, like talk about more the, the dramas and the scams and that. Yeah, yeah. You, if you're not entertaining, who cares? Yeah. Because there's not that many people who just want to see the cards. Like, well, you, you know, you said that you don't like really watch the content for, you know, watching cards because you can go and do it yourself. But you will. I Well, I Talk think you will. You will watch a break. And that's really what that is. A break is watching card content. I also consider that prep for work. Some of it. Like, okay. like I would say the majority still. Like if I watch 10 breaks in a week, mm-hmm. at least five of them. Like, hey, this is a new product. I'm going to be breaking in the next day or two. What's the correlation of the pack? What am I looking for? Yeah, little stuff. So some okay. of it's that. Other, other stuff, though, is, yeah, you're looking for the chase. Like, hey, what huge hits could come out? Yeah. But rarely. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, this is one of those where it's like, I wish we had live polls to like see what the general audience listening to this has a take on. the doctor's office next door. They got that package of cards once. You know what? You know, hey, Eddie, remind me at the end of the show, uh, we can add a poll to the episodes on oh, Spotify. Oh, yeah, there you go. Let's do that and just see what guys think. I, I would like to, to find out what they think about the hobby, if it needs to stay the course or change it up. There you go. That's That's the first half of the show we got. New releases. Did you want to do MLB? Touch on that at all? I'll be honest. I don't have a ton to say. I mean, we're in the middle of the playoffs. Okay. Um, Corbin Carroll. He's also on the front page of ESPN today. Like, finally, national viewership for this MLB star. They beat the Dodgers game one. Game two is tonight. That kid's going to take over the hobby world. He's His pricing is already through the roof now. Like, people are starting to notice. Yeah. He's going to take over the world if they beat the Dodgers. Which I think would be amazing, by the I way. I think that would be really awesome. Because Corbin Carroll does seem to maintain hobby love throughout. I, I, As he should, everyone, by the way. He's ridiculous. He sells for his... Some, it's, it's unbelievable to me that some of his contemporaries this year are not nearly as good a player. Yeah, but they still... I am curious if I'm building that up too much. It's Gunner... Uh, I think... Gunner Henderson's that, great. Hey, he's going to win AL rookie, AL rookie of the Year. But I mean, like, as far as pricing goes, you know what those compare? how those compare off the top of your head? I was just curious, because I do know, like... I feel like Corbin Carroll, as far as how he's been described by commentators, by yourself, even by other people in the hobby, he seems to be the next big thing and he's maintaining hobby love. But I do question right, so here, what you've keep, been saying. Keep some of these in mind. I'm just going off 2023 finest. It's the first thing that came to mind. Rookie autos. Gunnar Henderson blue autos are like 250, 275. Okay. Green autos are about 200 to 225. And if I put in Corbin... Last green, 255, oh, 305. Okay. He's actually outselling him by a little bit now. Okay. Oh, but then one back on the 29th of September, which the worlds have changed. That's what I mean. Before this playoff run, yeah. they were very, very close. And here's another one that's weird. If you go Anthony Volpe, who's had... Anthony Volpe is a good player. He is nowhere near the player these two guys are. Yeah, dude, Volpe Green Auto on the 22nd, 260. Uh, on the first is the Shimmer, 168, 225. They shouldn't be that close. Yeah. I mean, they are because of the markets and ones the Yankee. I get that too. But that's what I mean. I don't think people have seen how good Corbin. I shouldn't say they haven't seen because they have. But like how many, how often do you see like a Diamondbacks game on TV? Oh, that's the thing. I, it's just super obscure. So you can Even get, if you do, it's like who's yeah, your, watching? Your talent can get you so yeah. far. At some point, you need hype. And I think that's what this is providing for us. Like what a perfect storm for this kid. Not only him, by the way. Uh, Josh Young hit a home run the other day in the Rangers. Um, oh, they're not playing the Astros. They're playing the Orioles. They're up 1-0 in that series. That's another kid because of his injury. His pricing has fallen off. 
there's this really weird path. Where Rangers we... are up 2-0, I believe. Oh, are they really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So we, it, it's going to be a weird thing if we see some like major shakeups in the hobby based on MLB playoffs, which I think would be awesome. You know, we should have. I'd somebody like to see fine. Yeah, I was going to say I want to. See, I would love to know what fine sand thinks yeah, about these guys. Absolutely, but Aram would be able to tell us too. Like that could. Yeah. His, his exit speed, freaking velocity. <laughs> I can't. Uh, he knows call, a lot. Call he knows a lot. Um, there was one other thing that I wanted to bring up because when we had uh, uh, Chris from uh, Card Ladder on last week, we talked about what cards have been doing the best over the last. Well, I think maybe we did it over the last year or something, but best-selling cards, but they were all vintage cards. That was this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This calendar um, year. This calendar year, what cards have done the best? And there was vintage cards that have sold the, high, the highest Brady. amounts. And a Tom Brady. Yep. But I was like, you know what? Let's do something a little bit more relevant to a lot of our other listeners who may not care about vintage. And let's see, in the last, I, I kind of did modern era, ultra-modern, but I did 2017 to present. So any card between 2017 to 2023, in the last month, what has been selling? What's been selling the best? What sport? I kind of covered all sports. So down the line, I am curious. What it, It's a basketball card, but it is a... I'm not even going to have you guess. It's a triple logo, man. It was a one-of-one. One. It was the LeBron James, Steph Curry, Luka card sold September 13th, 302000 That is the That's highest it? card in the last month. Over all auctions, auction of 2017 houses and, and newer. Yes. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? I am curious. A year and a half ago, it's a million dollar card. A million? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the LeBron triple logo like, man did like two and a half million. Well, the there is the LeBron on here, but you know how some of these cards have been where well, it's, it's not just like, LeBron. It's LeBron, Steph, and Luca. I, yes, but what I mean, year is the card? 2021. Okay, so not a rookie. Yeah, that's that's a ridiculous card. The I just think about some of those triple like you know Jordan and it's got Bird and Magic well, or something like that. He and does, those Jordan cards doesn't just have don't stuff. Sell as, Jordan doesn't have a lot of stuff. There, like but there had, are a handful of them. They just I'm just saying like even those don't outsell some of the more singular like if it was just Jordan or if it was uh, if it was a similar thing with Tom Brady or something and it was instead of the the dual uh, signatures on there the dual autos that he outsells when it's just him on there. Okay, so there are exa- I, I think, yeah, I don't. I'm, I think I'm following you. I, you lost like, me in the middle for the a bit. triple. The you're saying this card is getting hurt because there's three players on it. I think that the overall pricing d- would not have necessarily reached a million, even though personally, I think I love this when they do things. You're like that, wrong they, about this grades. card. You're right in general. A lot of times, there's a third guy. My my card is a good example of that. That Jordan, LeBron. Kevin Garnett card. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett's an all-time yeah. great, probably top 15. He mm-hmm. hurts the value on that particular card. In this case, there's no there's no value hurt by any of those three. There's just not. Okay. Yeah. But but a lot of times, yes. A lot of times, like, I, what I'd rather, like, you know, a good example of that was, I don't know why, but in the mid, early to mid-2000s, they started doing this thing with Jeter especially. I always, I always remember this. Jeter and Griffey are on dual autograph cards with some of the most bullcrap players you've never heard of in your life. And even at the time, it was like, why is this? Why is he signing on the same card? Yeah. And now you see him today, and it's like, yeah, Jeter card, auto by itself, way outsells that. Okay. So they That's, have done that traditionally. This is not an example of that, though. These players are all on the same level. Okay. That card, though, last month has done the sold for the highest amount. Next up, it is a football card. Do you have any guess on the player? I mean, I would just say Brady out of, I don't know. 2017. This is a. Oh, Patty. Patty Mahomes card. Yep. What, what is it? NT? And it's numbered out of 99. 
True. Oh, True Patch Auto out of NT. Yep. Uh, so this card sold for one hundred ninety-three thousand dollars. See, one of those those used to sell mid. I mean, high six figures. Yes, not see, high. Let me see if this one is one of the ones that the ladder has. Yeah, it is. So card ladder has this. This sold as much as over the last. Yeah, back in twenty twenty one, it sold for four hundred thousand. Well, but that was the one of one. Well, there were, no. This is this. It was the tag. There was one this card. Like it, this card out of ninety nine. It had the tag on it, though. That card you're talking about is not the. How much did it sell for? Four hundred thousand. There was one oh, so that sold. Oh, I'm sorry. February 2021, and one that sold October 2021 for four hundred thousand. Gotcha. Um, so he's down seventy five percent. Yeah, but and all he's done since then is won another Super Bowl. But to be fair, in January of this year, that card sold for one hundred fifty six thousand. A lot of it too has to do with the patch. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But you know, to your point, actually, it's funny you said that. I actually did something too. I went to the player and just the indexes. Oh, uh-huh. On card ladder, just because I've been negotiating for a couple of Tom Brady cards recently, and I've been met with some resistance. Um, he, I, I just and here's the thing: I'm never going to be like you have to sell based on comps now, especially with all time greats. Mm-hmm. But I also I'm like, if you want to sell, here's the reality of the situation. Sure, you go. So there are 553 cards of Brady being tracked. So he, huge sample size. Mm-hmm. Some guys, the sample size is not good enough where I think the index is accurate. Yeah, Brady is is accurate because there's so much of it. Year to date, you know what he is down percentage-wise across his entire market? Tom Brady. He retired in January of this year. I'm aware when he retired. Not my question. I know. I'm just trying to think. Uh, What he would be down over the course of this year? A calendar year. No, so not this. Oh, okay, okay. Calendar year, 12 months. Uh, I would say 42%. 65%. I feel like we did this recently. We might have. Michael Jordan, same stretch, by the way. Although Jordan's drop came before. Like last year was probably his biggest drop. Jordan's down 10% now over that amount of time. Oh, wow. That's all? He's only I, down 10 versus Brady so. being down 60? But like LeBron's down 55. Yeah. Kobe's down 30. See, Jordan actually had a rebound, and Jordan was the first to go. I think a lot of the market does kind of follow Jordan. Uh, like his rookie card shot up sure. first than everybody else's did. They, they declined first, everybody else's declined. I think even that's still kind of a wild thing. Like Brady stuff is 60% cheaper than it used to be. But then I think of the individual cards I have and I've picked up recently. Yeah. A $50,000 contender I got for 20. So. Like it's a, it's an interesting, I'm telling you, man, it's a good. Where, whatever, where I was going with the whole oh, card yeah, price thing was that I was going to make a, a point to your credit was that if you look at the third card and even the fourth card, the third card on the list sold for 114,000. The third, the fourth card sold for 102. They were all cards. So the top four cards all include one player. Luca. Suck it. You made your point last episode, and okay. both myself couldn't guess it, and neither could Chris. And but to your point, he is one of the best selling players right now in the NBA. If you are he's the hobby darling. If you're taking top selling pricing. I doesn't mean like there could be other cards that accumulate more value, but as far as Luca's the or the top four over the last month, three of them are basketball guards, and they all include Luca on there. Here's so. what's funny about that too: he's coming off a pretty a, a, a pretty down season. Great statistically, but they missed the playoffs. What happens if they come out this year and actually start winning games? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know, I know it. Uh, you, you want to know who number five was? It's a f- football player. What is the what is the criteria again? I'm sorry. Month. So September first. I took it back to September first. Highest selling card from 2017 on since of, that have had sales since September first. Yep. I mean, I, again, I would just say Tom Brady to be boring. Yeah, that's fair. It was a hundred thousand dollars. Justin Herbert. <laughs> God, that's the one I don't get, man. 
Uh, and I did say I was going to say for all sports. So the top selling baseball card uh, was actually the sixth card on the list. 92,000 and some change. It was a 2018. Hang on. Uh, oh, Otani. There you go. Yeah. Yep. PSA 10 out of five. It's a red auto. Is red it auto? refractor auto. Yep. Out of Bowman Chrome. Uh, Tops Chrome. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So interesting to see. That was just, and again, the, if you, anybody's interested, this is all under sales history. I think you do have to, this is not the free version of card ladder. You have to pay for shell out to 12 bucks a month. So. You idiots. Um, but that is just good information to have. I think, you know, what is nice to see. I'm going to be very brief because I feel like this comes up every show. We are finally seeing some validation on social media. Not that it matters. Social media is such a cesspool of idiots anyways. We are finally God. starting to see some validation of, of Brock Purdy. Oh. Even people on there are like, you know, may, maybe not just a Yeah, no kidding. I watched that whole game again yesterday. He is phenomenal. He's so I know good. His, I know his team is great. I yeah. don't care. Look at the throws he makes. That throw to Kittle in the end zone. He starts rolling out, eyes down the field. Like that... That kid is, if he stays healthy, I just think they're head and shoulders the best team in football. Well, it's also just like how he composes himself, too. The, it, he has the mental, the mentality to go along with the physicality, I think. I agree. Um, and his dad sells jacuzzis. And, and he's still driving that Toyota, bro. The, Speaking um, of Toyotas, you know, I drove the Avalanche here today. Hannah needed the uh, Tahoe, and we were blocked in because we got the firewood delivery. Oh. By the way. They, they just leave that in your driveway? No, no, no. But he was unloading it up oh, when okay. I had to leave. Uh, it was much more expensive this time. It's as tall as my fence. Oh. And it's not stacked like the two on the side. It's stacked like compact the whole thing. I think this oh, is so a, that was worth then maybe an I increase think in price. This is legit what they call a cord of wood. Look up what that is, please. Look up the dimensions of a cord of wood. What, very do we, what do we normally get again? I have no freaking idea. What's a, guy co- was... Last time a guy showed up in a U-Haul truck and literally started throwing chunks of wood at my brand new fence. So it was fun for everybody. A cord this of time, wood is the amount of wood that when racked and well okay, stowed. I think, is it eight by four by two? This picture can tell us all. It is eight feet, four feet deep, and then four feet high. Yeah. So that is, is that... So is this, it that deep? Would you so say? So this is tall. It's the same but dimensions, it's but it's tall. So this I is see. eight feet tall, two feet eight eight feet or six feet tall, eight feet wide, two feet deep, like a whole foot. You know, wow, it's a lot of wood. I'm That's very a lot of wood, bro. I'm happy for you. I gotta get my own. Um, <sighs> what were we talking? Oh, so I drove the Avalanche here today. <laughs> yeah. I took that thing to the car wash. Nineteen ninety nine. Got the Express for the old girl. There's a twenty dollar car wash. I was like, I want the most expensive. I thought it was gonna be like eleven bucks. I got a receipt for nineteen ninety nine. And they're not even vacuuming it out for you. You have to do that. That sucker. I'm not vacuuming it out. That sucker <laughs> is still covered in tree sap in some areas. Oh yeah. That thing has not been moved for months. Every time I leave your house, my car's covered. Yeah. There is a 2005 Chevy Avalanche for sale in Hendersonville. I think it's time to move on. <laughs> I, I come around to this point. Don't don't. I also, you dare. I'm gonna throw in some brake credit as well. Brake credit if you yep, buy I'm the Avalanche. Serious. Yep. Okay, people, you heard it here first. Right, um, new releases, I think, is the next topic. Yeah, after Avalanche, new releases. That's, oh, no, no, Firewood, then Avalanche, then new, yes, new releases. That's the obvious way to go. Oh, there was one other auction I was going to mention that uh, Tom Brady, his uh, last jersey, the jersey he wore oh, I saw when this. he retired, is yeah, going yeah. up for auction. Uh, they're guessing, of course, they don't know what it will two go million. for. One and a half to two million dollars. I think that I... I will actually be happy if it does because I think that's good for the the hobby in general. But I can't imagine it actually goes for that. No, much. not right now. Yeah, that's that's crazy, right? 
I'm telling you, I'm buying at least one or two more big PC cards by the end of the year. Okay. The way the market is, just seems, it feels right. Um, all right. I don't care about half these uh, releases either. So this will be quick. Yeah, the 2023 okay. Bowman Chrome University football. I don't mind that one. People have oh, actually really? taken to college a little bit more than I would have thought. We didn't get any because I forgot to order it. Legit, that's the only reason. I would have gotten two or three cases. Why? It's like 110 bucks a box because guys really like it. There are guys that like. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Caleb Williams looks like the big guy in it. Bo Nix, also a big Bo guy. Nicks. I wonder if the Sanders kid has any autos. I, Dion's I kid. Looking. Oh, I can check. I've got the checklist up. I don't really care. Um, the, I was checking to just to see if Manning was going to be in it. Arch? Yeah. But since, you know, Panini has the NIL deal with him, of course, he's not in there. But I did notice that Panini has an instant of Caleb Williams, not an autograph, but it is an instant of him. But he's also in this product. I'm, I am curious about how he's not signed to a deal, right? some of that works. Well, I mean, he's technically on Panini's site. He's under the NIL football section. On Panini or on Fanatics? On Panini's site. Which didn't, yeah, because he has autos and everything, Fanatics. So. Maybe it's not exclusive? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. It is interesting. Um. But that product comes out, it's 125 bucks. Let's right come now. on Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, I think it'll do fine. Like, guys like that. Um, that's your thing? Like, I think it's a cool college chase product. Yep. Also coming out on Wednesday, 2023, Panini Select Baseball. I am so out and down on Select, I can't even tell you. Really? I'm okay with some of the Panini Dude, products. isn't this what we talked about before? Like, this is the product that actually did okay last year? I don't like know. Like, resale? No, never. It's never done good. I'm okay with Panini Immaculate, National Treasures, Flawless, three and two. Like the patch autos, the auto cards, fine. The regular just base, like Prism this year was terrible. I just, I, it doesn't have any active players. I don't need, I don't need a blue select refractor of Whitey Ford. You know, I just, I, I don't have a ton of use for it. The, I am just double checking pricing on that, but. Well, last year also had active players though. That's the difference. Sure. You say um, sure, but you mean no, sure. No, no, no. I, I understand what you're saying. I do want to just double check to Ooh, see. Oh, hang on. How do I collapse the stroller again? Oh, boy. Hannah's out for a walk with the baby. Just don't worry about it. Just throw him on top of the hood. He'll be fine. Um, 2023 Panini Select Baseball Hobby. At least it is only $150. I am curious if uh, someone can disagree with Mike's comment there, because that's what happened last time. I, I don't think you're going to get anybody it. defending Select Baseball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, then, we do have... 2023 Panini Gold Standard Football. Oh, I like Gold Standard. What's the price, though? So 2023 is going for 440. 2022 went for 500. And 2021 Panini Gold 600. Standard, 550. That's not a terrible price. Or that's what they're going for now, I should say. This is a boring take that I often have. B plus product to break, C minus product to rip personals of, maybe even a D. Just because of the fact that there's only seven cards. and Yeah, I mean, and, and in this class, what one guy is going to eat up that cost? At least it is five autos or memorabilia out you, of the you know, Hang on. You know what I want to look at real quick? Two base parallels. Okay. So seven cards in total. I want to look at Anthony Richardson patch. Anthony Richardson must be the best-selling guy of any of this stuff. So actually, I was going to ask you. I do have um, best-selling, and it's not... Well, so if you're basing this, I pulled up the micro mosaic cards, which we haven't even talked about. I think those cards are actually let really me, cool. Let me fit this out real quick. Those are, no, I'm talking about the RCs, the rookie quarterbacks. What's selling the best? Well, the it's other not ones Anthony. Don't, well, they don't have autos. The other ones in Panini, so it doesn't really matter. 
Yeah, but I would think that it would still apply. Like if there's nothing to compare. If CJ Stroud is outselling Anthony Richardson in a case where there's no autos, that even if there were autos, but CJ one Stroud guy has auto. But but I'm saying you cannot pull a five hundred dollar CJ Stroud patch auto. He doesn't have them. I see. I'm You're talking about cards this, you can actually pull out in of this product Correct. in the gold. Okay, gotcha. Oh, Stroud is probably outselling everybody now quite a bit. Actually, it's not that crazy amount. Like, so Stroud is out. Uh, the micro mosaic sold October first, sold for two thousand dollars, nineteen fifty, and then the Richardson sold one day before that for eighteen seventy five. So, relative, and that, that's over a week ago. So there okay. could be. And Stroud had an okay game, but they lost yesterday. Okay, but my point about what was the price? Four fifty. Four forty. Yeah. So uh, Panini Black, which came out last week, which is a pretty cool product, dual patch autos. And granted, some of these are kind of napkiny patches, whatever. Even the jumbo patches, though, multicolor of Anthony Richardson, mm-hmm. everything's under three hundred bucks. Some of them are closer to two hundred bucks. You go to like Legacy, under two hundred. That's what I mean. What are you supposed to pull? He is the biggest chase for a patch auto. You're going to pull in this product. Yeah. What well, you're not going to pull? So you could literally pull the best auto you could, and you might get ha- now, unless it's something. I'm taking out the ridiculous stuff. Yeah, his, sure. if he has a shield or a one-on-one logo patch, that's a okay. I get that. But I'm saying, like, the, out of the legit, like, these are the cards you could pull, the true RPAs. What are you comparing it to? I'm just comparing it to the price of the box. The box is 450 I know, but where, where are you getting the price for his auto? Um, uh, what his other autos have sold for? Just all autos. All his other autos this year from other products. From other products. Yeah. Okay. Now, granted, and if you want to say gold standard is a better product than black and plates and patches and legacy. Yeah. Fine. It's not. It's That's not, what I was getting at. I'll give you 20% more. It's not more than that. Okay. 25% evil. Let's get nuts. That's an extra 60, 75 bucks. So maybe his patch auto with a regular two-color decent patch does three to three fifty. Like you can pull the best hit of a guy and you lose 30% of your money. That's what I mean. In, in terms of personals, football does not make any sense to me this year. So that is a break product. I'm a B plus break. I'm yeah. a I'm a D on personals. Okay. Mosaic might be the exception because you can grade like a maniac and there are good chase cards of Stroud and and uh, Bryce Young. That's a good question. Are those autos graded or no? No, nothing. But you're not going to, a patch auto is not going to grade out anyways. Like, again, that, even that is a crazy rare exception. Gold standard is brutal for grading. Thick card, colored edges. You're not going to gem. Okay. So that's what I mean. I don't, I'm surprised the pricing is where it is for these things. I am kind of surprised they haven't brought pricing down more. Uh, but it, it also begs the question, are we just, Totally off base because no. you would think they would lower it if they weren't getting, if it weren't selling. I guess. I just, I don't know. I'm trying to look up to this kid, Bijan Robbins. Oh, it's B I J N. Because Bijan Robinson's an absolute stud. Yeah, his patch autos and stuff, though, way less than, than Richardson. I figured they would be. He's selling for about half what Richardson is, maybe. So, yeah, like the same thing, like the number two guy. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think legit of autos in this class. I would think he's probably number two. I wish we had a football card guy and you had calm right now. Call, no, the, fo- I mean, call the football card guy on your, your phone. Big picture. <laughs> big. Yep. I don't think that was it. Did that, what did he say? I don't think he was available. All right. Went to his voicemail. Um, all right. There was also two other ones. They're both Leaf products. There's Leaf Exotic Baseball and then Leaf Pickleball Premier Edition. Okay. Do you care about e, the baseball one at least? I was curious. I um, did. Baseball is okay because it has a lot of the big name prospects. So that's kind of cool. And it's relatively with 120 bucks a box. Uh, actually, speaking of what did I just rip? Leaf Vibrance? 
What the heck oh. did I just? Well, I was just opening Leaf products. Vivid. Vivid. Dude, that was actually a fun rip. I ended up ripping a couple boxes myself. Crazy amount of vet autos. I pulled an Emmett Smith auto, a Jerome Emmy? Bettis, Ladanian Tomlinson dual 101 auto, and then an Emmett Smith, Eric Dickerson, Marshall Falk triple auto. We pulled a Steve Young. We pulled a Tyreek Hill. Uh, I actually was like, it was kind of a cool product. So and that baseball is going looking. for 100 bucks. Give me the breakdown. What is it? Uh, three autographs. Oh, it's only three. It's three cards per pack, one pack per box. Leaf, egg, zaw, tick, baseball. Is it prospect stuff? I don't know anything about Leaf Exotic. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. This is a total vet product, isn't it? Or almost entirely vet. It's a stupid looking product. The names are awesome. Literally on the sales sheet, Albert Pujols, Nolan Ryan, Acuna, Griffey Jr., Griffey Sr. dual auto, Vlad Jr., Tatis dual auto. We got Franklin Delano Thomas. And then for prospects, by the way, Jackson Holiday, Anthony Volpe, Drew Jones, Andrew Jones. Those names are awesome for a product this cheap. These are some of the dumbest looking cards I've seen. This is like a snakeskin zebra hoof. Like, what are we doing here? Honestly, it doesn't seem that, uh, that insane to me. It looks like what most of the, I don't know, inserts on Panini or even some Chrome stuff looks like. The thing is, when you have a slightly stupid looking card and it's not licensed, yeah. to me, it's, 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 it's just, very offensive. If it was licensed, it, the stupid would be okay, but that's I'm trying to think of what far. other leaf exa- like, what do these things sell for? Because I like the names. Here's the thing about the pickleball. I mean, are we just writing it off completely? Is no one going $72 a box, five cards, one auto? I mean, who? It's like some I, guy. I, I agree. Some who guy are you chasing? Surrey Park hitting a ball over a freaking net. What do you want me to say about this? But you can't argue with the fact that people are like, not just people, celebrities, companies are buying up pickleball teams, that it's becoming more and more of a thing. I don't know. There's just so many losers in the world. Like, who is watching this? Oh, my goodness. It, it's, just, it's just another sport. Uh, I agree, though. It's not necessarily for me, but. Okay, here you go. 2022 Leaf Exotic Ronald Acuna Auto out of 10 sold for 126 bucks. Okay, so it actually sells decent. Well, and to be fair, just because it says out of 10, Leaf is known to have like several like one of ones. It's yeah, just so many every, variations. I think every card is numbered 25 or less, if I remember right. But I mean, that could just mean that there's like a, the zebra one is <laughs> Dude, out of 10 and that is, one's out of 10. This is know. my favorite. <laughs> 2023 Leaf Exotic Football. Joe Montana, Steve Young, 101 Prism Duel, Clownfish Auto. Well, you've got to get the clown. Those, <laughs> those are exotic fish. They're rare. You know, in clownfish clean the uh, the sea urchins, the things on the bottom. They are like buddies with them. Really? They have a real cohabitation thing going on. I remember clownfish when I was like, been when watching I was like, Finding Nemo already? No, I'm thinking back to my fish auction days. Call my mom. She'll okay. tell you. No, I don't think so. Jerome Bettis Hines Ward 101, 100 bucks. All right. I guess there's a little bit more. There's more value than I would have thought. I'm actually surprised by that, but. These are so stupid looking. I can't get behind it. Leaf Vivid, I was okay with. I actually thought they were pretty cool. These things look absolutely dumb to me. That's your new releases. All right, mailbag time. Who's the chasing pickleball? Like, who's on the? Do you have a picture of the pickleball? Do you actually want me to try and guess at that? I do is have it, it. Is it actual pickleball players or is the chase like celebrities playing pickleball? No, it looks to be actual players. Um, granted, I'll have to pull up a separate thing to actually see their names. Here's the thing about blowout cards. Get it. Do better, man. Okay, like, I, I got, that site is just not helping me with any of the detail I need. Um, let's go to Steel City. What a name dropping over there. Hope these people Steel are City, Dave and Adam. I don't, I'm just reading all the sites that are SCN supposed to have this 
Um, My internet's still just, I can't make any more jokes. on these cards, there's a Anna Lee Waters, the Ben Johns. Uh, those are the king and queen of pickleball right now, if you guys didn't know that. Is so, that the champion? Those are the ones you're chasing. You're looking for the, the foil. Um, I got a Tyson McGriff. Oh, you got to get Ty. Riley Ty Newman. Griff Griff. That's these what guys, you know what's funny? These guys are all dressed like I am right now. Just walk out of the house <laughs> and like, oh, I'll play. What you know what? Stupid sport. You could play almost any sport in what you're wearing right now. I'm just name right. a sport you couldn't play at ice hockey. Why not? Shorts. No, I'd no, wear, I wear shorts. Sh- no jock. No. Okay. You know, in a lot of sports, they don't wear the jock. In hockey, you do. In football, you don't. Who? That's a fact. That almost there's some exceptions. Almost everybody wears a cup in football. NFL players are notorious for not wearing cups. What are you? How much gonna, time are you spending? Like, is this part of your ten hours a week in show research? I could NFL answer, players crotches. I could answer how how I've heard that, but you would make fun uh, of yeah, me. Yeah, I don't so want to say. Do not bring your search. It's not like that, bro. No, you would just make fun of something else. Um, we gotta go to mailbag. No, no, no. I, no we are not going to mailbag. Let's finish this. Where, you, you're telling me people are on the field with no jock straps. You're saying this is like a, an here's epidemic. A, here's a YouTube video entitled "The Real Reason NFL Players Don't Wear Jocks." Uh, cup runs over. Do pro athletes wear this? Um, Convincing. I'm really making your case. At this point, I didn't do the initial research. I was told it, but I can't tell you from whom because, again, you would make fun of. Tell me and bleep it. My wife. But you know she, you know that person does a lot of research. But here's the thing. That's exactly why I didn't say anything because that's the jokes you would make. I want to call. We need a third voice today. Call her up. I'd like to know what she has to say about this. I just in no world. Why would you not do it? I will say though, in hockey, it's easiest because the jockstrap shorts have the Velcro, so your socks that cover your shin just attached to them. It's perfect. Well, I always wore a cup playing football too. Honey. Hello. Yes, um, Samantha. <laughs> she knows her name. I uh, I need you to real quick. Don't say anything else. All I need you to say is where did you get the information that NFL players do not wear jockstraps? The internet. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks. honey. Yep, we'll dump you. out of this one. Um, yeah, you're doing great. I'm on a podcast. No, you're not. We'll cut oh, that audio. Get in that the kid out of there. Too, yeah. All right, goodbye. Hang up on these people right now. Right. Um, just go to mailbag because you're just burying yourself here. I. It's well known fact. Okay, it's not a well known fact. I'm well, a sports just guy. You don't know. But of the two of us, if it was a well-known sports fact, and I've never heard of it, and you and your wife, who's driving around a minivan with some kids yelling like clowns in the background are telling me about a jockstrap on the internet. Eddie, have you ever heard of this? Eddie's a sports fan. Let's talk to Eddie. First of all, Eddie, have you ever played? What's the last level of sport you played? Organized sport? I did Pop Warner in ninth grade and I did wrestling for like a week. In did high you school. wear a jockstrap in Pop Warner football? I did. I did. It's like, it's like kid football. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you, would, if you had a gun to your head right now as a person who watches more sports than probably me and Jesse, do you think most NFL players are, are wearing a jockstrap? I would assume so, but safe assumption. I would guess so too. I'm just saying. But the internet says people, no. So okay, a lot of a people lot. are saying that. A lot of people. A lot of people are so saying far, that. So far, a lot of people are your wife and there the internet. will be further research into the topic. Oh, I'm sure there will. You you will be <laughs> nose diving <laughs> real deep into the subject. I guarantee it. Yep. I there I don't have a winning play in this in what we're doing here. So I don't want to continue it. <laughs> I would like to go to mailbag. I could get so inappropriate. I exactly. <laughs> I would like to go to mailbag. Ask your questions. Mailbag. 
Uh, first mailbag question comes from Bill Akers. Do NFL players wear jocks? <laughs> <laughs> Billy! Sent, sent in a card to PSA, received a seven on a patch auto card. Is it worth it to send it to SGC to try and get a better grade? It's a PC card, one of one rookie. Oh, by the way, he says OCD is wanting a eight or higher. What does OCD stand for? OCD. It's not a sports term. Just OCD. Oh, he's just describing his OCD. Yeah, in other words, like with me, uh, my Brady's in the PC, he, yes. nine five or better. I he just gotcha. OCD. You can try it. I mean, I don't know. With PSA, just send it back in and get a 10 next time. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, or send it to BGS. You get a black. So you can go for that. Cole Benz. 10 to BGS. I'll send it back a zebra. I don't know. <laughs> back a zebra. As, uh, Cole Benz said this. I thought this was interesting. I asked him to provide an example. He says the SGC nine promos have been nice. But have you noticed that comps the nine dollar comp? Yeah, the nine dollar comps on SGC cards. Okay, he says he thought he noticed that comps are low, uh, so there's almost no margin for profit. Are people not buying and or paying because they know it was cheap to grade the cards under the special? I actually have the answer to this. People oh. are grading way more cards than they should with that special. There are base cards of players and low, like high numbered color stuff of guys who don't need to be graded that are being sold and they don't get anything for them. Because those cards are not that valuable. Well, I mean, it's nothing if you're to do with it for your own PC. That's what I think not, the benefit he, is. He's not talking about PC though. And the play here is like rip new stuff, get it graded, sell it first. That only works if you're still using cards that are worthy of being graded. Now I know people just think because it's only nine bucks, who cares? Well, when the nine dollar card comes back and only sells for seven because it's an SGC nine of a second tier base rookie, someone that you wouldn't have graded, you shouldn't in the have first graded place. In the, right. So gotcha. does it make more things op- available as a grading option because the price is, is cheap? Yes. But a $2 base card of a second-tier guy still does not need to be graded. Okay. I think, though, that is the answer. Guys are grading more things now that don't need to be graded. And the resale sucks. It's not because of the holder. A PSA 9 of that same guy is not going to get you your money back. People it, still need to be more use more discernment. When well, to your point, you're saying that in the sense of they don't need to be graded because they're just— they don't care about the card. They're just simply trying to flip it. Well, it's good because we said, like, because comp prices are down. Yes. Yeah, You're yeah. selling the card. Um, Power, this guy's, this has got a real interesting name. Power Go is this guy's name. He says, if the 49ers go to the Super Bowl, would you sell Purdy before the game? I mean, traditionally, yes. Interesting Like, because, yeah, there'll be maybe a momentary crazy spike after, but then it generally levels way off. Yeah. So, yeah, usually you just sell the hype, not the news. Well, at that point, it's all, uh, to your credit, if you are thinking he's going to win the Super Bowl, that pricing is probably baked in right before the Super Bowl happens anyways. I would agree with that. Uh, John Bourne, which host is more like Kevin James? The obvious answer is Jesse, since they are both big guys. But personally, uh, personality-wise, Kevin's got more edge, which is closer to Mike. I've always found him annoying. I, everybody, and I, it's a me problem, by the way. Everybody else loves him. I love Kevin James. I can't. He is, a, he is one of the most overrated comedians of any. Did you ever watch King of Queens? I hated the show. Literally hate the show. But you watched it? No, I've watched enough there of it. There you to, go. Oh, no, no. I'm saying Hannah watched it, though. I've, I've, I've seen enough of it. To, his wife's name is Carrie on the show. I've Whoa, seen enough of it to fan. know. That's what I mean. <laughs> hate it. I thought it was funny. The only I, show, I think he's funny. Like, that's really, really on that level of like well known, like huge run. Because it was pretty big run ahead. Like Friends, I hate that show just as much. I actually am not a big fan of Friends. I hate Friends. I hate King of Queens. I hate, hate always say, hated Frasier. You could just say dislike. You always, don't have to say hate. hated them. Always hated Frasier. Um, Frasier's coming back. I know. We talked about this. I heard The this. Office is making a reboot. Don't I hope that. that's not. I, don't say that. I hope it's not true. Uh, Cody James, 
he wanted to point out that we were talking a lot about uh, old wrestlers, Doink the Clown being one of them. He said there was a player called The Goon. I actually did know about this guy. He he introduced him as if I wouldn't have known, but he was a hockey player. Do you know this guy? They, I believe they made a movie about him. There's a movie called The Goon. It's, and he was an actual guy? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I guess, to be fair, I don't know if he was ever a wrestler. Uh, but in this case, there was a real-life wrestler called The Goon. Uh, BJ Kroger, I recently bought some Pokemon and want to grade with SGC. Oh, man. SGC's Bill got a lot Irwin, of plugs. Um, born in 1954. He wants the greatest Pokemon with SGC, but it seems like the value versus PSA is worse in TCG than sports uh, than the sports area. What do you think is the better grade option on uh, that product, like 151? I, I honestly... If if you weren't already familiar with this BJ, I think that's something you should be well aware of. SGC is basically just getting into the TCG space, and PSA, while it does ha- hold uh, some value, C- CSG is probably CCG or for CCG, training. Yep. yeah. Yep. But I thought they went under the same name now. I thought it was all one. They combined it. Did I don't believe those. I think the TCG CSG is for sports cards. CCG is the parent company in their in their TCG what? grading. I thought they combined these two. Okay. Okay. Um, but anyways, they, they've been where most guys have sent their cards to. It doesn't mean that that's necessarily the highest value. However, what I have done is basically viewed it as it's an investment where I'm grading it for really cheap and I'm not going to be selling it yeah, to CGC. flip right away. CGC. Okay. Um, but anyways, that if you go Pokemon route, you just, or, or SGC for Pokemon, Look at it as that is a place where you're going to hold it for the time being because the resale value is just going to be going up because they're the only company that's having month over month increases of 100% in the TCG space. Everybody else has just already been there. I just went to the CGC site. Mm -hmm. So first of all, right off the top, because they're more well-known for grading Pokemon and comics, I think. Yeah. It's funny. The first two cards you see are Patty Mahomes and... Uh, Tom Brady are well, you, on the homepage of the website. You can guess where they're trying to point that focus. But they're in CGC holders, not CSG. So I wonder if everything is now CGC. That's what I just... Well, you said ops, though. You said everything is CSG. Everything is now CGC. I'm sorry. I yeah, just yeah. knew it was all under one. You know that what that was my stands understanding. for, by the way? No, that's why I didn't know. Certif- Let me make sure I get this right. I just know it was all under one was my take that sure. they consolidated. Certified graded, certified guarantee company. There you That's go. That's a dumb name. That's a good. Go stick with CGC. <laughs> good. Uh, um, Dave Oberimp. Uh, yeah, he says, "Are you still? Oh, you still pumping the doink cards? <laughs> cards. <laughs> your words, by the way. That was amidst um, your jock research and doink. Yeah, you've got some issues." Dude, I can't help that I the wording on how I said that over the it's for anybody who doesn't know, I just I, don't know. I I'm not saying what I said. I'm just saying there's a lot of car talk about the whole fact I was promoting a doink card, the doink the wrestler, and I chose a certain turn of phrase that made it sound like I said something inappropriate and I did not mean to say that. So uh, apparently other people on Facebook have been giving me a hard time about it, including Mr. Dave, who I believe it was his post to begin with. Uh, all right, let's do one more question or maybe two. Chris Smith, he says, it seems to me that Topps Chrome Baseball hits the sweet spot for affordability and potential value. I also really like how they look, 
What football product strikes that same balance of affordability for the collector and potential value of big hits? I mean, football, to me, a lot of them are knocked out by the first part, affordability. The big hits and the cool chases and all that. Like, I love Mosaic for that reason. I think it's an awesome-looking product, cool inserts, some auto chases as well. Price prohibitive. Yeah. Football, to me, in general, is just too expensive on, on hobby boxes. There's not really an equivalent of a Topps Chrome to football right now. Do you think it requires, in this case, either values to go up or prices to go down? Prices for- to go down. Panini, because there's probably not an option where prices go Correct. up for resale. Because like the only like legit right now, I would guess you can verify this if you want. You don't have to. If you is like gun to my head, well, how much is a 2023 Topps Chrome baseball hobby box? Mm-hmm. I'd guess you can probably get it for like 180 bucks, 200 bucks. Now actually, it's gonna annoy me. I need to look. Um, but I'm trying to think of what football boxes are anywhere near that price. There's not many. I think like, we did this recently. Like there Don Russ. Like there's some crap stuff, but it's like that's like. But then the resale's not there. Well, even if the resale is, the hit potential is so much less. It's like, what are we doing here? Okay. So, so yeah, I don't think there's a great... That's why I think baseball's traditionally stayed strong. Oh, so I was not too far. So 2023 Topps Chrome Hobby are 220 bucks, As opposed to 2023 Don Russ Football, which again, super low-end product. Don Russ Football is, Jesse, $250. It's not even, it's ridiculous. Elite is $250, not even close to the value of Top Scroll. That's not great. Anthony Real, last question of the day. Besides rookie cards, would a card of a player be a good investment for the year of a historic season? Like, you know, he sometimes. says Acuna's 2023 season. Yeah, for maybe. I mean, I, yes and no. I just, I don't, I think like it's overplayed sometimes. The only exception to that that I've seen hold true are like championship year stuff. Mm hmm. Like, Brady 2020 stuff has always done a little bit better than other Bucks uniform cards. I feel um, like the card itself would have to, like, show something determining this was a, his great year. Like th- That's a tough thing, yeah. In 20 years— But you don't who's know at the re- time you're making the card. Exactly. And who's going to remember, oh, oh, wait, 2023, Acuna, that's the year he did this. Yeah. It used to be a thing with vintage, though. You'd hear this a lot. I, actually, it's funny. I haven't thought about this in, in forever. Oh, that's the year he won the MVP. Guy won the Triple Crown that year. Those cards sell for more. That actually was kind of a thing in vintage, but I don't hear it as much anymore. I was going to say, I don't even remember yeah, hearing that. Yeah, that did used to be a thing, though. It's weird. Like, uh, like one specific example I remember was the year uh, Carl Yastrzemski won, whatever year it was, that he won the Triple Crown. Oh, that's why those years' cards always do better. I was like, really? But it was. It, for at least at that time, it was. Okay. Um, but yeah, now I'm just thinking, like, I don't, I don't know. Not as much of a thing. And granted, like a triple crown is an amazing, but yeah, even if it's like something unbelievable, a pitcher wins a Cy Young in the MVP. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, yeah, they're I don't not. Know. Going I don't know. I don't much. think I'd buy into the hype of that as much. Yeah, I think if anything, even like Bonds or, or like uh, when when McGuire hit the like, are people paying a premium for ninety eight McGuire stuff because he broke the home run record? I don't remember that ever being a thing. Okay. So I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Could be wrong. Uh, that is the show. Sports cards nonsense. Sports cards nonsense. Three words, sir. Three words. Three segments. It's my brainchild. Just oh kidding. Don't you God. dare. How dare. Apologize. Call your wife back and apologize. Uh, we will be back on Thursday. Do we have a guest? What are we um, doing? Actually, I am going to work on a guest. We have a guest next week. And you know what? I hate to say this. have been a little on, lax say, it's on not, It's not a personal thing. I'm, I'm bored with our guest rotation right now. And well, it's not because of them, by the way. Well, that's why I haven't uh, brought in a ton of guests because I was like, I kind of want someone new. I want some new blood, but... At the same time, to the topics we've been discussing, things are just slower altogether. Hobby, I think there's even less people in the hobby. Just maybe it's it's 
school starting back, whatever. I have to go pick up my school stuff. School started back two months ago. Not around here. In most it around here it did, but in the northeast it started in September. That's so why we can't get a guest for a podcast? I, people are busy. I don't I'm trying to give an, uh, an excuse other than the hobby's dead. You want me to say that? I mean, that's probably that. My kids gotta go to school. Like what? I, people are busy. I don't know. Leave me alone in the show. Who's on our list of targeted guests? You have anybody in mind? You're like, I'd love to get this guy on. Yeah, Bill Simmons. I would like Simmons back. Yeah, anybody else? I would love to get Bill on. Um, there's Bill's a few other. Let me just let me just dispel that right now. No, he's not. Um, there's a few others that. Uh, what's his name? I can never remember the actor's name, but uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Dad, Breaking Bad. Oh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Why can I never think of that? He's a card collector. He was talking about it on, um, I think it wasn't the Minahan show, but it was another podcast radio show from uh, an old guy. I would love to have him. I'd love to have the guy from Hot Ones. He's also a card collector. The guy who does the The wing. little bald dude? Yeah. He, he Could we get him? Is he like a big star? I messaged him already. He did not respond yet. Don't we have bookings through Spotify that could help with us? I mean, we could always try. Eddie, isn't that a thing? Don't we have like a booking agent or something that helps book guests at Spotify? Hey, there is a talent booker, yeah. Let's reach out to him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can always reach that out. That guy. Okay. Anybody else? I like this. I'm just curious. These are like the celebrity guys that I've been wanting to. I mean, to the guy hands off chicken wings. I don't know if I go but, celebrity. I mean, he's <laughs> I know, well known, better well known, more well known than us. I would sure. Say. 100%. Kevin James. I'd love to have him on. <laughs> Hey, Mike, first question. Why do you hate Kevin James? Tell yeah. him to his face. Yeah, I want exactly. to have him in the studio. Oh, my God. He would be, we would get along so well. I want to have Adam Sandler on. Because I heard he was making the card, he was supposed to be making some show about, like a movie about cards. And Absolutely. Never, these idiots can't, they're on strike because I'm not no, no, paid that, enough. Or? I think that got finished. Okay. The strike did. Yeah, so we got to have Sandler and James because they're Sandler buddies in real my, life. He is my number one. If you ask me right now, who would you like to have on? That I think would actually be a good guest as well. Yeah. No, not even close. Sand would be number one. Well, especially because Brady, I think, is just unbelievable. I don't think he, he also knows. knows a ton about sports and Boston sports for your uh, New Hampshire guy. Well, Yankees fan. So we'll oh, no, ask, Jets fan. We'll ask about maybe Yankees fan. He he'll he'll be first choice, then Kevin James, and then from there we'll get wing guy. Okay, All right, I just in, check. In, no, I, just, I like to I like to hash this out on here. Yeah, sports. As soon as we're content. done, I'm running out anyway. I'll go pick up the dogs. So. Brought to you by The Ringer, powered by Spotify. We thank you so much for listening. Look you, forward you get to close next. every time. Sports cards nonsense. Brought, brought to you by, by The, the Ringer. Ringer powered Podca- by brought to you by The Ringer Podcast Network. Powered by Spotify. So just The Ringer. There's a the ringer, ringer all over the place. Ringer here, Ringer huh. there. Ringer <laughs> Podcast Network. Have some pride in your work. Hit your button. Goodbye. We'll see you Thursday.